Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are speaking all about how to use outside vendors for your Disney wedding. My special guest today is Robin Gallery, who had a Wishes Collection wedding at Walt Disney World, and together we are going to give you lots of tips and advice if you are interested in using an outside vendor to either lower the cost of your floral and decor or get more bang for your buck. So welcome, Robin. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Can you just start by giving my listeners an idea of what your wedding was like at Walt Disney World? I sure can. Our wedding took place on a Friday afternoon this past summer. Uh, we had our ceremony at the wedding pavilion and our reception at the Grand Floridian Ballroom. There was never a question when we started planning that we wanted the wedding pavilion for the ceremony space because it's literally just so breathtaking, so that was an easy decision. We ended up choosing the Grand Floridian Ballroom for our reception, mainly because I love the convenience factor. Everything was right there in one spot. Uh, the apertory in the ballroom, I knew we would need to dress the space up to make it what I had envisioned, and that we wouldn't be able to use Disney for everything I wanted. So. My husband and I, we paid for the wedding out of our own pocket, so we had to stick to a strict budget. And in the end, I'm happy to say that I got pretty much everything that I wanted and didn't have to compromise too much because we saved a ton of money by using outside vendors and it was truly a dream wedding. That's fantastic. So we're going to talk today about what is involved in using an outside vendor. As I said, it's a great way to save money or get more for your money at a Disney wedding. And there are a couple things that you need to know if you're considering doing this. First of all, the types of allowed vendors depend on your venue. So certain venues, you can't use them. Certain venues, you can use vendors for certain things and not other things. So we're going to go through what all those rules are. The next thing is, it's not any more complicated than using Disney for these same items. So I think a lot of people think, oh, it's a you know another person I got to talk to or something else I have to organize. But the most popular vendors are at Disney all the time. In fact, some of them, like there are floral and decor vendors who are popular for weddings who actually provide floral arrangements for the Disney resort. So they know where to go. They know the drill. They're not going to be calling you on your cell phone while you're getting ready, asking you, you know, where they're supposed to be. They know exactly what to do. And as I mentioned, you can say, a lot of money, sometimes up to 50% over the price that Disney would charge. And if it turns out you're paying the same that you would pay Disney, usually you're also getting twice as much stuff or you're getting more customization or you're getting things that you can't get from Disney like samples. They will do sample floral arrangements so you can see what it's going to look like. 
So the rules we're going to talk about today for outside vendors also apply to DIY projects. So at the end, we'll talk a little bit about where can you provide your own centerpieces, floral decor, things like that, bring in a family member to sing, that kind of thing. So we'll have a section where we cover that. And then the last thing to know, though, is that, of course, if you're paying this money to an outside vendor, it's not going to apply to your Disney minimum expenditure. So if you are already having trouble meeting the minimum expenditures for your Disney wedding, you may find that you need to use Disney for everything just because you need to rack up that bill. (laughs) But hopefully we will be able to give you some tips so that you don't have to. (laughs) So probably the most popular way to use an outside vendor for your Disney wedding is for photography and videography. Many, many people use outside vendors for either photography or videography or both. It's seamless. They just sign a little form that you send back to your planner. The ones who work at Disney all the time know exactly what to do and where to go. And with videography, it's interesting because now that Disney doesn't have a videography department anymore, you actually have to use an outside vendor, but they have a list of approved ones who, if you use them, it counts towards your minimum expenditure. So that's pretty good. Now, the cool thing about using an outside vendor for photography and videography is that you're guaranteed to get the person you want and the style you want. So unfortunately, when you use Disney's photographers, you can request, you know, three or four different photographers, but if none of them are available, they're going to assign somebody else to you. And it might be somebody who doesn't have the style of photography that you like. So that's one of the reasons a lot of people choose an outside vendor, because then the sky's the limit. You find the person who has the style you want you pay them and they show up and you get exactly what you want. Now you can have an outside vendor for photography and videography anywhere but inside the Magic Kingdom. So when you do a Magic Kingdom ceremony, officially they tell you you have to use Disney Fine Art Photography. I've heard of people being allowed to use an outside vendor for upcoming weddings I don't know if this is a policy change or what, but just know that if you want to be guaranteed to use an outside vendor for photography and videography, you just need to pick a venue that's not inside Magic Kingdom. There's no fee for using an outside vendor for photography and videography unless your event is inside a park. If you use an outside vendor inside a park, they have a media guide fee that is $150 per shooter, so per photographer or videographer, for up to four hours, and then it's $50 per each additional hour. But I would not let that stop you, especially if photos are important to you, because you don't want to regret your wedding day photos that you can never shoot again just because you didn't want to pay $150 to get the photographer into the park. (laughs) And then the other thing to know, I sometimes see people ask, can I bring an outside photographer for one of the bridal portrait sessions that takes place inside the park before it opens? The answer to that is no, you would have to go through Disney fine art photography for that. Now you can bring an outside vendor in to do park photos when the park is open, but some of the more popular ones won't do this because they don't want to step on any toes at Disney. And then sometimes there are rules about what you can and can't wear in the park. And so basically, if you want a shot in front of the castle at 5am with nobody else around in your wedding gown, you're going to need to hire Disney fine art photography for that bridal portrait session. Photography was one of the most important aspects for me for our wedding. We went with the roots and I actually contacted Nate and Gen Z. We emailed back and forth early on before I even signed my contract with Disney and secured my date. So I've seen their work on the Disbrides Facebook group and 
started following Gen Z's blog, and the rest is history. We had to have them. So they're the absolute best at what they do, and they shoot tons of Disney weddings. They're very familiar with the routes around the properties and the good spots for photos, not to mention they're the sweetest couple I've ever met. It was a great decision, choosing the roots. That's awesome. So then the next category that you see most people using outside vendors for is floral and decor. The cool thing is that you can actually use outside vendors for personal floral at any location. So if you're getting married in the wedding pavilion, you're inside a park, even if you were at the Magic Kingdom, you can have an outside vendor make your bouquet, the boutonnieres, things like that, things that people are going to wear. You can have an outside vendor make those for you. Now, it could turn out that having an outside vendor only do those things won't be cost effective unless you need a ton of them because you have 15 bridesmaids or whatever. But it's always worth looking into, especially if you're looking for something a little unusual that you haven't seen Disney do, or sometimes people want to have an artificial bouquet or a paper bouquet or a brooch bouquet, something that is non-traditional. You can get them on Etsy and bring them with you, and maybe you'll save some money, or you'll just get something that you don't see at every wedding. So that's something to consider. For reception, floral, and decor, you can only use outside vendors if your reception is at an indoor convention center location, which basically is a ballroom. This was one of the big selling points for us having our reception in a ballroom so that we could use an outside vendor for our floral and decor. Yeah, and it's interesting because ballrooms, they can kind of go either way. Sometimes you think, well, if I get a ballroom, it's just a big empty box, and I'm going to have to pay all this money to decorate it. But at a ballroom, you can use an outside vendor, and so you may not be paying a ton of money, and you'll get a ton of great decor to make the ballroom look fantastic. So it's definitely something to consider, especially if floral and decor are important to you. So the places where you cannot use an outside vendor for decor are the wedding pavilion, unfortunately, inside the theme parks, or any outdoor resort venue. And this is because these are places that Disney can control and that they don't want some crummy-looking wilted altar arrangement and some guest walks by and thinks that Disney provided it. So if you're indoors where nobody can see you, you can use an outside vendor. <laughs> so what kinds of things can you get from an outside vendor? Basically everything. You can get floral arrangements, so centerpieces, head table decor. You can get upgraded chairs and furniture. So the venue from Disney comes with basic tables, basic white linens, basic place settings. You can upgrade those through Disney or you can pay a lot less and upgrade them from an outside vendor. And a lot of vendors do multiple things. So like maybe they do, they'll bring in a dance floor and they can get you chairs or they do floral arrangements and they can get you up lighting. So it's definitely worth looking into package deals when you're considering this. So upgraded chair and furniture rentals, table linens, so runners and overlays, tablecloths, place settings. So if you want chargers or you want fancy cutlery or fancy plates, they could get you those. Uplighting. This is a popular one because for one flat fee, it makes a huge difference in the appearance of the room just to have different colored uplighting around the room. Pipe and drape. A lot of people don't like the wallpaper at the various convention centers. I think I've heard somebody complain about every single one at Walt Disney World that they don't like the wallpaper. So sometimes you'll see people will pay for what's called pipe and drape, which is there are these plastic pipes that go together in a frame and then they throw draperies on them and it covers the wall so you don't have to see it anymore. And this is an area where we save a ton of money because Disney's pipe and drape is so expensive. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
And then if you wanted a special kind of dance floor, a light-up dance floor or a checkerboard dance floor, Disney can get you most of those things, but they're going to be a lot cheaper through an outside vendor. And then a photo booth. So if you want an actual photo booth, often photographers will also provide these as a service, but that's something else that you can save a lot on Disney's prices if you use an outside vendor for a photo booth. Basically, as long as you're not hanging anything from the ceiling, you can use an outside vendor for it. The other thing to consider, and I mentioned this briefly earlier, is that outside florists usually provide mock-ups, and sometimes they're free. So this is an area where Disney, they're just not going to make you a sample of your centerpiece. You can send them all the inspiration you want, but if you want to see it in person beforehand, that's not a service they provide. But most outside florists do provide this, and sometimes, like I say, they don't even charge you if you're spending enough money with them. So that's something. And then also, if you're looking for a certain type, maybe you've fallen in love with a floral designer on Instagram and you love his arrangements. You could use him if you are having your reception at a ballroom. Another thing to know is that your outside floral vendor is going to do all the setup and tear down. They're not going to just bring everything to your room the night before and dump it on you. They provide all of the setup and tear down and they, if they work at Disney a lot, they know exactly where to go and when to go and how much time they have and the whole drill. So you don't have to worry about that. And there is no fee for using an outside floral and decor vendor. We're going to talk in a minute about entertainment, which Disney does impose a fee, but you are not going to get charged by Disney if you decide to use an outside vendor for floral and decor. So during our planning session, Eric and I walked into Salon 7 through 9 in our uh, reception location. And usually you hear people complain about the carpet in the room, but for me, I instantly noticed the walls. There are these retractable walls that have gaps in them, which really bothered me. So I remember looking over at my planner and asking her for an approximate price on how much it would cost to drape the walls. And she very unofficially said about $10,000 to drape this room. And I looked at her like she was crazy. (laughs) That's a lot of money. So if we had decided to drape the entire room, that meant not only did I exceed my $7,000 minimum with Disney, but that would mean that I'd have to cut my carriage. We wouldn't be able to have a dance floor or a DJ. So that's when I started doing my own research. And I stumbled across a company called Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals. You can view all their galleries online. And I realized that it was a one-stop shop. So we ended up using them for pretty much all of our decor. Our chargers, our uplighting, shibari chairs. We upgraded the sweetheart table furniture. We did drape one wall with the white pipe and drape. And I also rented the Twinkle Dance Floor, which was my favorite item of the reception. And they were great to work with. I felt like their prices were very fair. They charged a set delivery fee, which I believe was $2.99, which I know some other rental companies in the area will charge you a percentage of your total fee, but theirs was just a set fee of $2.99, so that was great. And Disney charges delivery fees too, so it's not like you're going to get out of that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. 
It was interesting that you mentioned that the gaps in the wall bugged you. My thing <laughs> that bugged me at my wedding was that Disney does not steam their linens. So my chair covers had big creases in them that you can see in all the photos of our ceremony, and they drive me bananas. Oh, no. So, but most outside vendors will steam them so that you get nice pressed linens. So that's another thing. There might be some little thing that bugs you, and you can solve it by using an outside vendor. Exactly. I like the carpet in the ballrooms. <laughs> they call me crazy. But those darn walls. <laughs> and it's funny because they're always changing it. Like they recently changed the wallpaper at the boardwalk, but I'm sure now there are people who aren't going to like the new wallpaper. And so <laughs> it's nice if you can, you know, either hide it with pipe and drape or do something that distracts from it. So Another thing with the, the standard chairs, those were not very attractive either. So we did upgrade those to the gold Chivari chairs, which I thought was totally worth the money. We saved a lot right there. I think Disney charges $12 a chair. We paid $5.50 per chair. Wow. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, chairs are something that I've changed my opinion on over the years. When I was planning and I was trying to stick exactly to my wishes minimum, I was like, who cares, chairs, whatever. I mean, I put the covers on them at the ceremony and for the reception. We were at the attic. You can't really do anything there. But chairs take up a lot of visual space in your photos. So if you are bothered by the chairs, it's really worth considering either covering them or swapping them out for a different style of chair. Agreed. I love flowers, and because we had to meet that $7,000 minimum expenditure, we did end up going through Disney for our bouquets, um, the altar arrangements, as well as the centerpieces, mainly because I learned a trick from you that you could pay a $75 fee to repurpose them to your reception area. So our altar arrangement doubled as our sweetheart table arrangement, and it was this beautiful flowy garland of greenery and roses. Our aisle arrangements also doubled as our centerpieces for the guest tables. Disney placed them in these gold candelabras that were just beautiful. But overall, I was really happy with the quality of work. Our floral designer was great. Her name was Karen. We were very happy with Disney floral. That's great to hear. And something that you might want to consider if you're trying to decide if you want to use Disney for your floral is that you can also give them a budget. So you can say, I want my bridesmaids bouquets to be no more than $75 as long as they're this color or as long as they have this flower or they don't have this flower. So if you can be flexible, they can work to a budget for what you want. So you could even say, you know, I want my altar arrangement to be $250 and it has to have roses in it. And then they'll tell you what you can get for that. So that's a great way to contain costs too. Yes. And she had suggestions about, you know, the greenery, like which ones were cheaper that would, you know, fit into my budget. So just reach out to them if you do have concerns with the costs and they'll work with you on that. That's great. Okay, so let's talk about the next category of a service you can use an outside vendor for is transportation. So you can use an outside vendor for your transportation anywhere but backstage at the parks and on walkways. So a walkway would be like if you are getting married at Seabreeze Point and you want a vintage car, they're not going to be able to drive on the boardwalk unless you hire them through Disney. But 
there are other places that do vintage cars or that do group transportation, even buses, because Disney, they charge a lot for their buses. So if you just want a bus to pick everybody up at their Disney resort and drop them off at the wedding pavilion, you can totally use an outside vendor for that. Now, Disney contracts with Mears. So if you call Mears, you're probably going to get the same price and they're going to tell you to go through your wedding planner. They also use VIP transportation for their classic cars. So that's another company that you might not get another a better price with if you check with them. But it's always worth asking because it, it seems to change every few years they switch between these two local companies. There's Kohl's Classic Cars and VIP Transportation. So if you call each of them and find out which one is not currently the vendor that Disney uses, you will probably be able to get a good price for that. I did have two vans for the four-hour charter to help transport our guests that were staying on property over the Port Orleans French Quarter and the Polynesian to our ceremony site. Um, and then they stuck around for some of our elderly guests after the ceremony to take them over to the convention center because I was worried about them walking in the heat. Our biggest splurge was for the Cinderella coach, which was such a special experience, um, riding around with my daughters to the wedding pavilion and then with my husband to our reception venue. It was Definitely worth the money, and if you can swing it financially, I totally would recommend getting the Cinderella coach. That's great. Yeah, maybe we can give you enough tips to save in other areas that you'll be able to afford the coach. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do need to use Disney for your transportation for any reason, I have an entire episode on transportation, and I talk about ways to cut costs. Different types of transportation that Disney doesn't always suggest, but that work just as well and costs a lot less. So that's an episode to check out if you are stuck doing transportation through Disney so that you can save money there. Another category where you might be interested in using an outside vendor is entertainment. Now, if you want to have an outside musician or a singer, you can only provide those at the resorts, so not inside the theme parks. Technically, you're not allowed to have them at the wedding pavilion, even though it's inside, or at outdoor resort venues, but I've seen them allow this, especially if it's a family member, somebody wants to play a song for you or sing a song for you, Technically, they're not allowed, but talk to your wedding planner about it because they understand that this is an important part of your ceremony. And so it's mainly they don't want you using outside professional singers and musicians in those locations. If you do want to use a DJ who's not on Disney's approved list, there's a $950 fee. So most people just use Disney's DJs. They're the most popular DJs in town anyway. They're all great. You're not going to save a lot of money by using an outside DJ. If there was a particular person you really, really wanted to use, though, then maybe it would be worth the fee for you. The fee for using an outside band is even more. It's $3,000, and that is to cover all the staging that is required. So if you are interested in using a band, from what I've heard from interviewing couples who have used a band through Disney, often they will just quote you some flat fee, like, oh, a band's going to be $10,000. But it really depends on the number of musicians and the style of music that you want. So maybe you don't need a 12-piece band. Maybe you can get by with a four-piece band for the type of music that you want. So it's worth talking to your planner about that because you might be able to lower the cost and suddenly having a band isn't that much more expensive and there's no need to use an outside vendor. Now, if you are using other types of entertainers, like say you're in a ballroom and you hire an outside vendor to do caricatures or cut silhouettes or to paint your reception while it's happening, 
there is no vendor fee for those. It's only for the DJ and for an outside band that you would have to pay a vendor fee. So that can be a great place to cut costs. And a lot of the same vendors who work for Disney also work independently. So one of the harpists Disney uses a lot, you can actually contract directly with her and save a lot of money. Same with silhouette artists and caricature artists. So that can be worth doing some research. We had DJ Charles Miles and he was another vendor that I requested early on because he's so popular. He did a fantastic job. Everybody raved about him after our wedding. Oh, that's great. So the next category that you might be thinking, hey, I'm going to save a lot of money by using an outside vendor, food and cake. You cannot use an outside vendor for food. Disney is not going to let you bring in food cooked by outside vendors. There are all these health regulations. It's just not worth it for them. So you're going to have to have Disney do your food, but I have episodes where we talk about how to save money. There's a whole episode on how to have a wishes collection, wedding, or vow renewal for the minimum expenditure, and we talk about how to save money on food, so check that out. Cake is a little bit of a gray area. Technically, they want you to get your cake from Disney, but if you have dietary restrictions, they will allow you to use an outside vendor for your cake if you get it pre-approved. So, Aaron McKenna's Bakery at Disney Springs is the go-to pre-approved, hey, I need a vegan cake, I need a gluten-free cake, that vendor. But if there's another local vendor that you want to use instead, or Aaron McKenna's can't do what you want, work with your wedding planner and they will help you get that approved so that you can bring in an outside cake if you need to. And there's no fee for that either. So that's a bonus. I actually am a vegetarian and semi-vegan was vegan for a long time, but I had actually reached out to my planner about having a vegan cake, and she said that they couldn't just do one layer, you know, that like I wanted the top layer just to be dairy-free, but that wasn't possible, that we would have to go through Erin McKenna's and have a whole vegan cake, basically. It just seemed like a lot of work. So, yeah. yeah, and again, I'm sure that's to do with the health restrictions. Like, they don't want somebody yeah. to say, I ha- was allergic to the bottom layer of that cake, you know. <laughs> so. They offered to bring me a vegan cupcake, and I said, you know, it's okay. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just uh, eat the piece of cake and move on. It's fine. But it was so good. It was good cake. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so moving down the list of things that you can bring to your wedding, stationery and accessories. This is a great category for doing DIY or using outside vendors because you can do these at any location. So when we're talking about stationery accessories, this is things like place cards, table names, menus, favors. Now, if your favors are food, they have to be wrapped food items. You couldn't just have, you know, a tray of cookies or something. Guest book, card box, memorial table items, all of these things you can bring yourself or you can find somebody on Etsy or in a Facebook group or on Instagram to make for you, or you can hire a professional outside vendor. There is no restriction on those. Where it does get tricky is how many of these things Disney will put out for you, because Obviously, they're not going to want you to show up with a dump truck full of things and you need eight things put at everybody's place setting and you expect Disney to do it for free when you're not even paying Disney for those things. So Disney will set out your escort cards or place cards. They will set out a seating chart. 
They will put one favor per guest and up to five additional items for free. So that's kind of generous. I mean, that's a lot of stuff that they'll put out for you that you bring. They're not getting any money for They'll put it out. Beyond that, they charge $50 an hour with a two-hour minimum. But if these things are really important to you and the look of your wedding and you know you want to get them from outside vendors or DIY them, 100 bucks isn't a lot to pay to be able to have exactly what you want. So I would definitely consider that if that's important to you. And in some instances, they will even let you provide your own containers for floral arrangements at locations where you couldn't otherwise use an outside vendor or DIY. So if you check out that episode I mentioned, the How to Have a Wishes collection event for the minimum expenditure, that bride was able to bring in a ton of her own decor to go with the floral that she bought from Disney inside a park. And so she talks a bit about her strategies there, what she was able to do, what she couldn't do, and how to make that work. So that's a great episode to check out if you're interested in doing that. I had two big bins that the wedding team set up for me. And one bin was full of, we had a kid's table. And they did not charge me to set that up, which was great. But it was a, a big hit. We had 16 kids and three infants. So if you have lots of kids at your wedding, I do <laughs> recommend having a kid's table. That's a great tip. And that's so great that they were willing to set all that stuff up for you. Yeah, no charge. That's great. So bins are part of the DIY guidelines. So if you are going to DIY or you're bringing down things to have set up at your wedding, there is actually a page in Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, page 122, where I list what you can DIY and where you can do it, since it varies. As we said, ballroom, indoor, outdoor, resort, park. There's a whole chart where I break it all down and you just find what type of venue you're in and it'll tell you what you can DIY and where. The container rules, obviously Disney doesn't want you showing up, like I said, with a dump truck full of stuff. You can bring up to three bins for weddings of up to 100 guests and four bins if you have more than 100 guests. Each container should weigh no more than 30 pounds and it should be labeled with the wedding name, the date, the contents, and the name of your planner. A lot of the couples I've interviewed who've had success bringing a lot of DIY items usually include an inventory in each bin that lists what everything is and where it should go. And some of them have even done like a PowerPoint that has photos of this is what this needs to look like when it's set up. And that can be really helpful for Disney. So you would take those containers to Frank's Wedding Studio no more than three days before the event. So if you're going down two weeks early, they're not going to store this stuff for you. You need to bring it three days before the event. And then you are responsible for delivering any additional bins beyond your three or four bin limit or anything that is over 30 pounds. You would have to bring that yourself to the reception location, except an in-park venue. They're just not going to let you do that. So like I said, the best way to do this is to be extremely organized. If you have an inventory, you have setup instructions, a photo, you follow all of their guidelines, it's going to make it go smoothly and it's going to ensure that when you walk into your reception, everything is set up the way you wanted it to be. I have a, a bin for the ceremony stuff, which contains stuff that I bought off of Etsy, um, like our programs, our tissues. We had bubbles that we brought and then we had a reception bin as well with the kids' table stuff, of course, our guest book. We went through Disney for the the favors and ended up doing the white chocolate carriage candies that has the guest name on them. And those were a big hit. Everybody loved those. 
Got it. Okay. And then something also to remember if you're DIYing a lot of stuff or bringing a lot of accessories, even though Disney's going to put them out for you, they're not going to clean them up for you. So you need to designate somebody. Mothers-in-law are great for this. Your maid of honor or your best friend, somebody who's going to gather all that stuff up at the end of the night and make sure it gets back to where it belongs. If you are staying at the same resort where your reception is being held, Bell Services can take all that stuff for you and deliver it to your room. Otherwise, I would just check it with Bell Services and then go back and pick it up from them and take it to wherever you are actually staying. You could even go back the next day if you need to, so you don't have to hassle with it that night. That was a great service that we we used. It was $10, I believe, to have Bell Service take it up to the room that way. I didn't have to designate one of my bridesmaids to stop what they were doing to transport it back to our room. So I recommend doing that as well. That's great. So how do you find your own vendors? If you have listened to this episode and you are sold, you are going to save a ton of money and you're going to use outside vendors for your Disney wedding, how do you find them? One of the best ways is to use any of the Disney bride-focused social media groups. So there are groups on Facebook where there are vendors who are part of the groups or they have a subgroup where you can find recommended vendors and pretty much anything that you're looking for, you type it in and say, hey, does anybody here make card boxes and five people will pop up who make cool Disney card boxes. Also, there are regional sections of the national wedding sites like Wedding Wire and The Knot. But I think these days, most people are finding outside vendors, especially for DIY type things, things that you would bring yourself from Instagram, Etsy, Yelp, and even sometimes Craigslist. So it just pays to look around and compare for what you're looking for. Especially if you're looking for, I would say Yelp is good if you're looking for a vendor for something like floral and decor. So you need a big company versus Etsy or Instagram if you want somebody to make your bouquet or your guest book or something like that. So it definitely pays to research. And like we've said, it's a great way to save money or get something unique that you maybe wouldn't be able to get through Disney. It was so easy, really, just browsing the website. And maybe a few emails back and forth with Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals. They made the process seamless and set everything up for us. I remember walking into our space for the first time and was blown away. I felt like they really pulled our soft and dreamy vision together. thought it was worth it. We saved so much money. That's wonderful. Well, Robin, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about your experience using outside vendors. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's interested in going this route for their Disney wedding, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. Thank you.